Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. It makes Mike and I so happy that anybody listens. It's been a great experience. One thing, when we set out to start the podcast, one of the goals we kind of wanted to have was kind of have a way to hang out and reconnect with old friends, meet new people, and so far we've done that. So this episode with Mike and Seiko, a friend, him and I were co-workers, and we got along super well, and he uh, got a new job, and as we do talk about, he's now a prison guard, or a corrections officer, but such a fucking cool dude. We get along so well, and we used to work together, and we were just talk and talk and talk like little girls like we were just always inseparable so it was just great for the three of us to sit down and work together we don't actually get to the, to the episode but the mics actually i don't know if they worked together or they both worked at the same place at a different time but so we all knew each other we have been trying to get this episode recorded for some time uh, mike Canseco, when he came over, said he was nervous, and then we kind of explained that we switched formats. We're not really as much of an interview where we just kind of sit down and talk and see where the conversation goes and talk about things that we like. Um, he worked with, all, he's friends with some a lot of the guests we had, so he's been a fan and a friend, and man, just a ton of fun and such a cool and nice guy. I don't know why, but we talked about bears a lot. And the conversation is kind of funny, and we talk about movies and nature, and then we kind of get a little serious towards the end and talk a lot about, like, working in a prison and immigration reform for some reason. You never know how these conversations are going to go. We've stopped planning things out. Uh, Mike is our first guest from Rhode Island, so that was a big success for us. Super happy to have him. Now, do us a favor. Like us on Facebook.com slash Let's Us Chat. Depending on when this goes up, we'll be up on a podcast network. It's exciting. And first one to leave us an iTunes reviews, we will send you a present. I will send you either a Let's Chat mug or uh, some spice rubs. Just leave us a review on iTunes. Email us. Let us know through Facebook that you liked us, uh, wrote us an iTunes review. And if you're comfortable giving us your address, we will send you something. Thank you all for listening. This uh, whole experience of having the podcast so far has just been amazing, and we've we've been having so much support from friends and family and sometimes strangers, and we're so happy. So this episode with Mike and Seiko is about to go. your girl um i used to like her a lot more i used to think she was a lot hotter than she is now Some she's the dragon eyebrows. one right yeah daenerys targaryen she's a cutie my um she is but her eyebrows are so thick it's <laughs> my brother-in-law <laughs> made uh matt made that uh um the background oh, did against thrones not for the show like for fun he's like he makes fan art and stuff and i guess i just opened this computer the other day and i was like oh this is a cool background she's like oh matt made it i was like oh you, right. could, you could do that it's pretty sick <laughs> what He's one of those art kids. He's pretty good, actually. Yeah, he's, he's super really talented. He uses his free time to create things where I just kind of watch TV. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty lazy person. It is a skill. Oh, my God. I can't... I don't know what it is. Like, free time is just like the death of me. 
Like I'm good at working or okay at school. Yeah. But when it's like I'm home, like <laughs> that's when I shine. When, when you're home, nothing to do. Oh I feel like God. I come up with ideas when I'm by myself, nothing to do, and I just don't execute anything. Yeah. yeah. That I think are good ideas. I'm like, that's a good. Yeah, we see these people like I wrote a movie in my free time. I was like, what? Yeah. Why would you write? That sounds awful. One of my friends is always like pitching movie ideas to us, and like I love them. I'm always like, I feel like you need to like put them on paper, and like I pressure him to do it, but I'm like, I would never. I would never write a movie. I don't know how a movie a structure of that even works. Like I like to watch movies sometimes. Well, you know what I just saw over the weekend, and you'll appreciate this because it was in your town of Sekonk. Sekonk. Because like, what is this? Um, it's like the me and Victoria's new routine. Like the the new tradition is you go to Five Guys in Sekonk. And then you go to the movie theaters. It's fucking awesome because there's no you don't have to park in the mall. And you don't have to go to the Warwick Mall. Yeah. But we saw Five neighbor, Guys is neighbors. my shit. Oh my god, I love Five Guys. Man. I had Five Guys and we saw Neighbors. Do you guys are you guys Cajun fries, regular fries, Cajun regular. fries all day? What's the difference? Cajun's yeah. got like a spice, like a seasoning on it. Oh, a little flair. But, you know, yeah. Five Guys is always good. Every single time mm-hmm. I'm like in the mood for Five Guys and I go to a Five Guys and I get Five Guys. You, you can't do it a lot though. Oh my god. I can't, I can't even move. I can't. I can do it. I can't do it more than like Is that so with much. you? We got those um for anyone who's actually listening to it, which is somebody, believe it or not. Um do we get Five Guys at work once together? Or is that so. Ryan? But I remember I've one day at work we, we got like Five Guys and we were it was a Saturday, so it was like a dead day. Slow day. Where's there a Five Guys over there? Milford, right in Milford by the Hannafords. Okay. And, oh, my God, I couldn't fucking move the rest of the day. But we got all excited. No, it's probably <laughs> it happened a few times. We got Five Guys for like a lunch hour, but I was very productive afterward. No, I think I just sat on a computer the rest of the day. I was like, why did I do this? Do you still get Sal's? Uh, I went there on Saturday uh, with Brandon. Is it still amazing? Yes. It, it still holds up. Um. Yeah, Sal's is like, it's actually good pizza, like for real. And it's Milford, which uh, I think you've probably known everyone we've had on the podcast for the most part. <laughs> it's like Brandon, Jamie, Victoria. Jamie's been on it? Jamie Marks, yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, her and Victoria were on together. Is Victoria. she coming back? Yeah, we had to ask her. I haven't asked her. Are you guys breaking it up into seasons? Like, is this season one? No. Can I be the finale? That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool, actually. Gotcha journalism. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, I had Sal's uh, Saturday. Me and Brandon went after work. What What toppings you got? I just get cheese. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or mushrooms or bacon. But this time, I only got cheese. But the slices of Sal's, it's like one piece is two pieces, so they lie to you, and they give you a piece, and they cut it in half, and it's really two pieces. So I remember going there, like, I'll take four pieces, and it was an entire pizza. <laughs> is it Caserta's or Cecilia's that does the stuffed? Cecilia's. Oh, whoa, my whoa, whoa. God. Stuffed pizza. What's that? Oh, my God. Like Chicago so, style? I don't uh, even know. It's like, it's almost like they, they, Cheese? they, they bake the pizza with the pizza. It's like a pie. Yeah. Like the, the slices of pizza, when you bite into them, they're thick, and they're filled with like cheese and whatever else like i got like ham broccoli cheese it's um it's out of this world so it's right on federal hill yeah the hill oh my god um you are our first guest who's actually from the state really considering we're like a podcast that we're like we're all like providence oriented (laughs) mike lives in mass first off that's right i always think he's a rhode islander but i know i grew grew up in connecticut (laughs) so like you're like the only one who's ever and then the last person we had i thought um I had my, this kid Steve I used to work with yep. came on and I was like so you're from Rhode Island he's like well actually I'm from Queens and I lived in Florida for a while most of my <laughs> life has been Rhode Island like not the same yeah. but you're from Seatown born and raised you're from Brian Cranston <laughs> <laughs> the legendary city what is your mayor's name that's super corrupt that everyone keeps right doing? now 
is it? Uh, do you guys have the same mayor forever? Uh, and he's like, really we have this cool. guy Alan Fung who's been there for like eight years, but he last time he ran on a post. So actually, we all like you know, a couple of my friends did it like a fill in vote. So I put his name down. <laughs> you could just fill in a name, so he got a couple of votes. Oh, cool. I think it's garbage that he runs on a post because he is. Because yeah, Cranston's weird. Have you been to like Patuxent Village? Yeah, super nice. But then there's nice. other part. If you go on like where, where we are and go on Cranston Street. And then continue it into Cranston. Yeah. It's like, what happened here? <laughs> I don't that, know Cranston that well. It's weird. But then if you go on Broad Street in Providence, there's just like a little uh, not nice. And then it gets nice once you hit Cranston. Mm-hmm. Or like there's like down by roads in the Pawtucket is nice. Cranston has like one of the – I felt bad at work because everyone used to shit on you for living in the ghetto. All the time. For but being like, Cranston's Cranston. not even the ghetto. <laughs> and then they're giving you crap from Cranston. I'm like, guys, I live in Providence. I live in the fucking West End. I know. If anyone here is in the ghetto, I guess it's kind of me, even though I don't cons- – yeah. I mean, uh, this isn't the ghetto, but – More ghetto than Cranston. I don't even get where, like, that rumor started from. Yeah. Where it just, like, carried over into yeah. everyone. Yeah. Is that Sarah's fault? Do people get shot and stuff in Cranston? I mean, is I it that bad or is it just kind there of like... There have been, but I feel like there's shootings everywhere. Like, right. I mean, Newtown, Connecticut's a very nice... Oh, you went there. I, didn't, I should have gone there, but... How many <laughs> shooters? Though. How many shooters? Were we not sure still? We're not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is it I don't, too soon? I don't think... No, I don't do the conspiracy theory stuff. Mike here, on the other hand. No, that's, that, that, was, that one was silly. Yeah, it was so weird. That I was just because the news reported it wrong. Like, they report everything wrong. People just want something to talk about. No, Newtown, Connecticut is very nice. What's they that actually, conspiracy theory? What's that? What's the conspiracy theory for Newtown? There was some stupid... Oh, that, they, someone said there was shooters. more than one shooter involved. That, or Obama did it on purpose to distract us from something. From, really? I don't know. But there's like, that stupid Illuminati <laughs> shit. They said someone ran into the woods or something. It was there's, so yeah, I heard that when it first, first happened. That they were like, we yeah. Into the woods. yeah but that was like just a, a inaccurate police reporting. Typical. That was a... That was a fucked up thing. I was at work that day. Yeah. I'm from Connecticut, but I, it, it, Newtown was interested in, well, no, not interesting. It was horrible and awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, and the, the town itself had to tell people to stop giving them money because like, I mean, that's a wealthy town. Oh, and, they were donating to the victims. Yeah. People things. were donating to the victims, which is wonderful. And people have good at hearts yeah. and doing nice things. But like Newtown is not a place, but I think there people, they were getting like overrun with teddy bears and, I don't know. It, yeah, it, it was. It was just so that was fucked up, up man. Yeah, I I, that hit me pretty hard. I remember because I because I used to work with kids. Yeah, and it's just like something about the fact that it was kids too just makes it so yeah, much it makes more it so fucked harder. up. I remember that was really yeah. There terrible. was a school shooting in Arkansas. I'm I'm 29. I don't know. How, you're probably you were you're, 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 I turn 26 next week. Right, so do you guys remember this? So you probably were probably in like elementary school. I was probably in seventh or eighth grade. So it's early '90s, and it was like the first school shooting I ever heard of. It was in, um, Columbine. No, it was before Columbine. What the? F- I don't know where it was. Columbine it was, like, was the first big one I even remember. Yeah, being that was younger. like the first one I remember. But it was in Arkansas, and the two kids had stole their parents' guns and pulled the fire alarm, and they went outside and they started mowing people down. And I remember the next day at my in the eighth grade that someone pulled the fire alarm. We all had to go outside, and we were all so scared. And I, my eighth grade teacher, Mister Johnson, was, was the man and let us all stand behind him. And like he like spread his arms up and let all and the teachers like. They knew nothing was going to happen, like obviously, but like they made this like, little fake shield for us. Yeah, that's just weird. But like that's like a real. I don't know. I feel she like that's real. one of the scariest things I can think of is like a public shooting. Like I think about that sometimes. Like being in that situation. Like think about like Virginia Tech, yeah, uh, Newtown, things like that. Like how scary must that be to be in a classroom 
or in a place of business like a mall. Oh You're just doing your the thing, minding theater. the movie theater. The lotto that happened in Just doing anything. Virginia Tech got business. chained in, too. Yeah. Imagine and getting to the door thinking you get out, and you're like, oh, shit. That guy did it? Suddenly he hearing gunshots. Yeah, he, like, chained... Some of the doors got, like, chained up or whatever. Like, he wow. chained them in first, and then he went to the classroom. This got dark so quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's well, just, this is how the three of us always talk. It is scary. Anyway. It's like terrorism, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I just don't think of terrorism as happening as much, I guess. No, I don't know what the answer is. Like, I I don't know how to stop it. Like, but it's been going on forever. Yeah. Like, as long as there's been guns, there's been shootings. Yeah. What do you guys think about guns? Should we not get into that? Is that too I f- fucking love shooting them like yeah. in a safe manner. Blah, but blah, I mean, the gun ownership. Um, I I don't know. Well, I I don't. It's, I a, just, dicey, it's a dicey issue for a lot I'll, of people. I, I have really. a story. Then I was in um at work. This is gun related. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I knew the place of this the name of this place because it was so fucking illegal. I was in Upton, Mass. I forget the name of the place. On 140, kind of by that gas. There's like a little. Gu- there's a little hunting store that I never knew existed. Yeah. And one of the people, uh, the clients I work with, needed to go. And I walked in, and they had all the fucking shotguns. And there was a sign that needed to be locked up at all times, <laughs> not behind glass, not locked up. The guy who owns was running it was outside. I could have literally <laughs> walked in and took a shotgun. I mean, I, I I'm hoping they weren't loaded. Yeah. But they weren't securely locked in. And then in my head, I was like. If I wanted to steal a pack of cigarettes from CVS or like Stop and Shop, I would need to ask a cashier to ask the supervisor to open up a cabinet to get me cigarettes or baby formula and walk it over to me. Show two forms of ID. Show two forms. Or <laughs> if I want to buy like, I don't know. So like, that's that one store obviously breaking the law. Yeah. I don't know why people are so anti, uh, but, but isn't that the whole thing with NRA? Like I, like most gun owners are like, in support of, uh, got, um, what is it, background checks and stuff. I guess. I don't really know a lot about gun laws. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's just some people get really upset about when you talk about it sometimes. Some people. I mean, I can understand having a family and wanting to like defend your your kids or your wife or whatever. That I totally get. Um, Like I have a friend whose dad is a pilot and he's away from home a lot. So he taught his wife and his, his daughter how to use guns and they have guns at home for when he's not home. Which yeah. I think makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't think people really need like AR-15s and assault yeah. rifles because like, what do you, unless it, unless you're like, I just I don't know, it's just weird. It's well, so there weird. should I don't know why regulation is so like hard to like at the very minimum I would pass. say yeah background checks and like you should know how to safely use one. There, but yeah, anyone can buy yeah. a gun for anyone. There's even like a billboard up right now, and if you've seen it on. On, or it used to be up for Lieutenant Cranston, like yep. buy a gun for somebody, you get like ten years or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, if you like had a felony, you can't buy a gun legally, but I could buy one for you, or you could just yeah. buy one illegally just as easily. True. Have yeah. you ever shot them just like as a sport? Uh, it is really only fun. in the academy. I did, but yeah, it's really fun. Like yeah. it's really like shooting clay it's, pigeons. It's or so targets. it's pretty intense the first time. Have you ever shot people? What <laughs> the most dangerous game? <laughs> no. Man, the most dangerous <laughs> game. No, no I, I, I don't. I fired a Beretta forty cal um, handgun, a Glock forty cal handgun, yeah. and a, a twelve gauge pump and a twenty two. Those are the only guns. It's weird though, because the Beretta was the first one I ever shot. It was a forty caliber handgun, and it w- I'd never shot a handgun in my life, and it was oh, just so like. Fun. The feeling is just like holy shit. Do you, what <laughs> NWA song am I thinking? He's like from the Beretta. Is it NWA? Uh, I wish I knew more of that song. I thought you would uh, know. You guys ever been <laughs> like uh, skeet shooting, done like the clay pigeons? No, I yeah, like, watched that. people do it. Yeah, that's pretty. But, you know, I have a, I've shot guns and I don't have a gun license, so is that illegal? 
No. no. I think it's legal to own one of those. When I went, it was up in Maine. Oh, well, up in a lot of laws. rural places, they're, yeah, their laws are different. Like you can <laughs> shoot. We were shooting in his backyard. At people? And that's cool? Yeah, neighbors. All the neighbors have guns, and they just shoot in their backyards because everyone's you know, property is like 40 acres. Yeah. Oh so, so true. I have cousins own. up there. No guns, but. What, in, really, oh, in Maine? Yeah, it's beautiful up there. It is. It's a little scary. Some parts. Do you mm. see bears? I bet there's bears in Maine. Oh, absolutely. That. It has to be, right? The ultimate predator. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Ultimate predator. Oh, God. If you get attacked by a bear, you're just done. They get climb nothing trees, you can they do. Can swim. Could you they can climb trees faster than they can run. You got a zigzag. That's not down fair. a hill. A zigzag <laughs> down a no, I made that's an alligator. You have to run yeah. downhill, I think. I thought that was, well, wouldn't they just pick up more speed? Aren't you supposed no, to they tumble or something? Aren't like that. you? If a bear, if a bear confronts you, aren't you supposed to like stand your ground? Yeah. You have to and put make your yourself look big, as big as you can, and as loud as you can, and it's still way bigger than you. Yeah. As long as you're not near their young, you're fine. If you, they say if you know, turn and run, it's like yeah. the worst thing you can do. I saw a bear. and I would once. turn and run. I mean, we consider it and say that we wouldn't, but I'm pretty sure. And I would try and climb a tree, and I know that's also certain death. But You don't think in those scenarios. <laughs> and if I they, if they grab you, you're supposed to play dead, I guess. Yeah, I as it mangles you. As it mangles you. As you'd I mean, be dead. Because then it loses its interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're really pretty. When they're cubs, <laughs> they are so yeah. cute. When I went to Yellowstone, they were like You walking. went to Yellowstone? Yeah, I went on like wow. three or four years ago. What's it like out there? It was gorgeous. And they have animals like crossing the street. Bigger than that cat on my bed who's sleeping <laughs> who's almost six pounds. That vicious beast. My little I'm vicious curious. They had wolves tiger? crossing the street really? in the road. Brown bears. Um, Why moose, get racist? Bison. Like <laughs> bison. just walking across the street because it's a national park, but there's no fences. So oh, there's, it's not there's, like a zoo. There's like... bison, wolves, like get, all these animals. Are you, is there like. like is... Literally, we were driving in the minivan and like. There was a black bear like sitting on the side of the road, just chilling, and people, were, stupid people, were getting out of their cars to take pictures. Arm around it, <laughs> knowing mom's not far, far away, probably. If you get in between their cubs, you're dead. Yeah, near them, yeah. You're Have dead. you ever seen those videos of like bears who sit in the stream and then the trout jump up and they eat it? Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. cool. I, I'm not like a huge nature freak, but I, I like nature. It's sounds like cool. Like, Animal Planet and stuff. Yeah. What's that movie with uh, Anthony Hopkins? Hannibal. No, and uh, <laughs> fucking Alec Baldwin and uh, Anthony Hopkins, the millionaire, and they he goes on a camping trip at a cabin in the woods. Departed. And Alec Baldwin is <laughs> no, like his no. photographer, and the, they have a plane crash, and they have to survive in the woods for a few days, and a bear is chasing them the whole oh, time. Oh, I don't know, but I was thinking that movie. <sighs> the hatchet. Ding, ding, I don't ding, know. Ding, ding. Google it though, because it's actually a really good movie. There, there's a bear that's tracking them. And they're in the woods, and they have to, like, make it back to... What do you do if a bear tracks you? Is that where you have to, like, mark your territory with urine? No, because then it's tra- then it'll pick up your yeah, scent, I think right? And you have to go through you. water and do different things yeah, and we'll whatever. Yeah, so, your scent. Yeah. Is the, like, reality of this is bears are just dicks? Bears are, like, yeah, great predators. They're fucking assholes. The Grey is a good movie, too. Did you see that? I haven't no. seen that one. That's Liam a fucking Mason. badass movie. It's on Netflix. Are not the polar bears actually the, even nastier? Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw savages. a brown bear in that. the real life once. I work at, I used to work at this camp for kids with heart conditions, and I came up in uh, upstate New York. And I came out of my cabin one morning, and I didn't have my glasses on, and it was like maybe f- a few hundred yards away. No, wait, that was wrong. Yeah, maybe like a football field away. I was like, oh my god, a wild horse! I just woke up. I was like, <laughs> guys, come here, seven to twelve year olds with heart conditions, come outside. <laughs> and it was all of a sudden like maybe two hundred feet. I'm like, huh, that's a bear. Everyone get inside. <laughs> Like we weren't like out in the complete wilderness. It yeah. just, but it was enough for bears in this part of upstate Do you New think York. You guys could serve. Were you guys Boy Scouts? 
Yeah, um, I got Boy Scouts. Like what? Do you think you guys could survive in the woods? Like if you found yourselves in a situation where like you were just in the wilderness with just what you're wearing? I realistically no, but I've seen a lot of Man vs. Wild, so I think I know a lot about that. I think Bear Girls is legit. You could drop me off and down in like urban settings. I'm pretty sure everybody could make it one night. Not me. No, I've never been camped. But I'm just saying, I would not die. No, I would not of hunger. Like when you see those shows, like I shouldn't be alive or about survival. Yeah. I would purposely kill myself. I don't even want to try to live. Like the ones when they get trapped out in water? Done. Oh, my God. Fucking done. Like months at a time. If I'm in a plane going down, down pictures and seagulls and shit. <laughs> knock, my, knock me unconscious. I have no will for survival. Like, I don't go to those areas. If a plane never crashes, I hope I hit the, I'm yeah. dead before I hit the ground. Yeah, like that Sorry, guy who, uh, who cut his arm off in the climbing accident. Yeah, like, fuck that. Dude, I wouldn't, have fucking, I wouldn't have made it, man. Like, that thought would have never crossed my mind. Nope. I would have been like... <laughs> I would have smashed my head against the I wall. i find a way to move this rock here. <laughs> Knock unconscious, and then I would just... <laughs> or or just die. starve to death. Just that wait for the bears better. to come yeah. or something. Oh, God. Where was it? Arizona, he did that? But I would also like never be out in those areas. I'm more comfortable in, like, urban settings than I am in, like, deep woods. I don't feel fear that. Except there's more guns. What about a bear with guns? I feel like I'd rather deal with a person. Like, I've always said I'd rather deal with, like, a, a, someone, like, breaking into my house and, like, deal with, like, yeah. walking down the street. And, oh, look, there's a bear right there. Oh, like, my God. I, I would probably just lay on the street or and Or a wolf. Hell, oh, I'm scared of dogs sometimes. So the, the, the thing is, okay. if they have a certain look to them. Oh, my God. You can tell. Not even just, like, a pit or a rot. Like, any dog. When I was in uh, middle school, I was walking home with my friend one time, and uh, we stopped on our friend. We were, we were walking back to my house after, and this dog chase us and it was a little tiny chihuahua type thing we saw it like we know how big it was and he darted one way and like hid behind a tree and the thing followed me and i was in full sprint like for like two blocks till i got to my house and like jumped on top of my mom's car and she comes out making fun of me and i was like there's a dog chase us Whoa. she's like look at the thing it's like the size of a rat yeah but those things can cause some damage are you the kidding that bite more often hell yeah the little ones i got attacked by my neighbor's dog when i was young and it like it was a golden lab Oof. i don't know how he wears these headphones. Um, so it didn't do much damage, but like it chumped up behind me. It wasn't really attacking me. It was more humping me, but its claws were digging <laughs> into my sides. And then like it came around, but it was like hurting. I was bleeding. Like There's like, yeah. blood coming off my sides. And when it came around, I, I had boots on, and I saw teeth. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I reacted wrongly. I saw a dog who was just humping me and making me bleed, and it started to come at me. I kicked it in the face and ran away oh. and got shit for it from people. But I was like... You don't uh, think in those moments like yeah. I don't ever want to hurt an animal. I'm not I'm not fucking Michael Vick or some bullshit. <laughs> but like an animal was like making me feel pain and yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea what was going to happen next. I just saw a big face and teeth coming at my at my skin. Your instinct kicks in. Yeah, or his face. Or <laughs> zing. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, you have a dog though, right? Yeah. You have that puppy. That, well, now it's probably well, yeah, big, he's, right? Now he's he just turned a year in January. Oh and I had one before god. him. Oh, how cute is he? He's all right. He's kind of annoying. What? He's just, uh, he's the worst. Does he but live yeah. with you now or still your folks? No, I left him at home because my apartment's on the third floor, so. What kind of dog was he? Bad. Both of them are Bassetons. So they can't do stairs, right? Yeah, they can't do stairs. So. But they're so cute. Like, someone in this neighborhood has a, oh, God, what are they called? The dog from Beethoven. St. Bernard. Oh, St. Bernard, yeah. And I don't know how they do it in this fucking neighborhood. Like, I could not even have, like, I... My apartment is a fair enough size, and I have think me myself, my wife, and a cat is a little yeah. bit much sometimes. I can't even imagine like having a dog, like maybe a a baby or a child is different because like yeah. you know it's a human and you love them more. Yeah. <laughs> but like a Saint Bernard, how that like just the idea of having to get up and go walk them. You have to like, take them for long walks to wear them out, or else it's gonna tear up your house. A dog. Oh that my big. god! My brother and his wife have a dachshund, 
and he's like the cutest little dog in the world, Tucker. I actually just saw him yesterday. He's so funny, but he's a trooper. Like they go hiking with him. He jumps in the water. He runs around for <laughs> hours, and he's got those little tiny legs. Yeah. Are you a big dog person, Mike? See. Am I a big dog person? No, Mike T. You're Mike T. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big dog person. Do you guys have pets? We have uh, one dog named Buddy. Um, Buddy, that's a good pet name. That's Buddy. a really generic, actually, like overused pet name. Like, oh my god, have you listened to our episodes before? Why you guys talked about Airbud? We talked about Airbud with Nate a lot. We... I like German Shepherds. <laughs> I love the German scariest Shepherds. looking. Like, I love them, but they're the scariest. They're just yeah. so smart and so loyal. So smart. Just such great dogs. My neighbor down the street growing up was a police officer or police officer dog trainer but he had german shepherds and he didn't have a fence i think he had the invisible fence <laughs> and right. if i didn't know what it was and i'd always like would be so scared of that dog like <laughs> walking by riding our bikes by but he's so well behaved yeah such a oh man i like I, I like cats better but owning a dog is a i like both i like i think i've said this before i like cats because like they kind of do their own thing yeah and when they want to be affectionate they're affectionate but otherwise they just kind of stay out of your way but dogs are just like they're there all the time, so yeah. it's a little different dynamic. I don't More know. needy. I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. Doug the dog from Up. That's like my dream dog. <laughs> the one that him. talks, though. One that talks all the time. and like Yes, dog. human. I love you, human. Human, human, human. You're the best human, human, what human. What was human. the name of that bird again? Kevin? Kevin. <laughs> that thing fucking cracked me up. <laughs> that was a sad movie. Dude, that movie was Did so sad. Did you see sad. Up? I haven't seen it. Do you oh like crying? Oh, my God. During movies? If you like crying, watch Up. Watch the first 10 minutes of Up, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Really? It's that quick? In the first, it's this is not even a spoiler. In the first no, five minutes the of the movie, the main character movie opens. It's a young guy falls in love with the the love of his life. They get married. They live a wonderful, long, happy life together. She has a miscarriage, and oh. then she they grow old together, oh. and then she dies, and then he's a widower who's old and alone and just depressed and miserable. And that's like the opening three minutes of the movie and that's where the movie starts like it picks up from that point they get right into it huh? Frozen 2 did that thing where they kill off the parents super quick what the fuck Bambi. that's so de- this is a fucking Bambi kids movie we're talking movie. about here all those kids like a man becomes said. a widower in the first three minutes yeah and then he's a crashy asshole all those old school like little kid movies there's always like something ridiculously tragic I never saw Bambi death. did you guys see Bambi yeah I saw it in theaters I've never seen the whole thing but I saw enough to see the mom die at the beginning I think I must have <laughs> saw that with my aunt or my mom or some of my parents for, when I was younger what is like the hardest Disney death for you guys to reconcile oh, I think we're all gonna be on the same page here it's gonna be Lion King right Mufasa uh, that's still getting Mufasa. Oh, still gets me. I'm still like, please don't go in the can. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Mufasa. Say it again. Oh, I haven't watched that in a long time. Yeah. Um, that was like, God, Elton John had that song, The Circle of Life. Uh, Every time I hold a cat, I still do the lying. <laughs> I do it with Or a baby. <laughs> Every baby. time. No, people don't like me to do that to the babies. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. way. <laughs> My friend Ryan... Um, you guys, my, my friend Ryan, I think he's going to be on hopefully in the next few weeks when, if I, when I see him. We were at our friend's house one time and he took a cat and he went to do the Lion King thing. And the, they had a, a, like a spinning fan like that and the cat <laughs> ran into the fan. <laughs> the cat was fine. <laughs> so, every time. And this is, you know, like you know people for like 10 years or like years and years and they do like that one dumb thing. That must have been like seven or eight years ago and I still bring it up any chance I can when I see him. It's like, it was one time. The cat was fine. The fan hit my hand. It's like, it doesn't matter. You put a cat in the fan. That's horrible. Who else dies in Disney movies? I don't know if it's Disney, but E.T. is a ridiculously sad movie. Oh, I still cry. It's pretty God. sad. And I still get scared whenever the yep. alien guys come looking for him. I don't think they're aliens. They're like astronauts, but I he's know. like all covered in that white film. I feel terrible for him. E. We were just talking. I was just talking to someone the other day about kids' movies that are fucked up. 
Some kids' Airbud. movies are fucked up, man. Not Airbud. Have you guys seen Classic the peanut butter Airbud. solution? Never heard of no. it. That movie's dark. This kid like gets a disease and he loses all of his hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he he talks to this guy who does like magic, and it turns out that if he puts peanut butter on his head, his fucking hair grows back, <laughs> and his hair grows out of control, and it's like it's nightmarish. That makes sense. Look it up. How does that shit get made, dude? I don't know. But there's sometimes it, you see stuff when you're a kid, and it just sticks with you. Yeah, you know what? Movies. I just heard. I was talking. I don't know who this guy. I I talk for a lot of people because I can't shut up. But like, there's this like an idea of like. Because, like, your worldview of, like, what movies are huge at a certain point in life, but it's only based on what VHS tape, like, depends, like, for, like, my age, of what VHS tapes parent, my parents had. Mm-hmm. So there was movies, like, I, I can't think of anything, like, I would be in love with as a child to find out that no one's ever heard of it. My parents must have got it in, like, a dollar bin somewhere. <laughs> but that's all I had, because I didn't really, like, cable was around. I didn't have HBO or anything. Yeah. And, like, but The Lion King is one of those movies we had in VHS. Well, that was very popular. Do you guys remember, like, have you seen We Sing, the We Sing no, series in Sillyville? No. Oh, wait. No, I remember kids sing-alongs. No. What about Rescuers Down Under? Yeah, I remember that. With the little. guy that owned the alligator. There's the a nude house. lady in that no. movie. It was what? A nude lady. No. The animators, in like... In a kid's movie? The animators, like, did that thing. If you freeze frame in an exact second, there's a flash uh, of a naked woman. Is it like a Disney in, one? Yeah. Because it's always, like, that little... Like, Lion King, there's something happens, and, like... When the they clouds. pass up the cloud it says sex, like sex in the clouds yeah I never know that one uh, <laughs> that and this one where Aladdin <laughs> where he jumps off the balcony and apparently the genie or someone says something like I like little boys or something <laughs> I'm serious did like, you ever look it I up. remember Aladdin there was a Aladdin SNES video game that was really good and the Toy mm. Story Sega Genesis game was really good and really hard wow that was a Genesis era yeah and then Toy they probably Story? yeah oh boy gotta leave now I had that in VHS tape you know, Toy Story came out like almost twenty years ago, right? Yeah. Wait, when was it? It was nineties. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety seven. I think. I, sometimes I think of like ninety nine. It's not long ago. I'm like, yeah, last a few years. Oh, it's two thousand fourteen. Whole decade already. <laughs> yeah, two thousand was oh, fourteen 30. years ago. Yeah, still holds happened? up though. It's still a good movie. Even the first one. The Which one? Third Toy one. Story. Oh, those are hella. hella I was I just gonna say hella good one. movies, but I mean they <laughs> are hella good. <laughs> what are you you do? will cry your eye. Well, really, I don't. never saw the end of three. I saw the first half. So my friend committed suicide, and then I saw Toy Story three like a week later, and my wife still makes fun of me for it because I was Jesus. like, "Hey, it's a sad movie," a but I was in a pretty bad state at that. I was pretty yeah. sad at that point. On top of all that, but it's such a sad movie. Well, it's I think great. for you know the funny thing, people were joking like because when it came out, a lot of people our age were going to see it, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Why would you want like as an adult?" But it's our generation's movie. Yeah. It's about a lot of people up. forget that it came out when we were kids, so it's mm-hmm. not like we're going to see a kids movie. But we're like revisiting. No, I still like kids movies. <laughs> they might be doing a Muppet show. Are you? Posted oh, I saw that. that. Yeah, I love them. I'm like a big movie? Muppets fan. I'm not gonna lie. I fucking uh, we love went the Muppets. to go see the Muppets, the new Muppet movie. Yeah, at like noon on a Monday with your friend Tara. <laughs> <laughs> and we were the only people in the <laughs> except like a grandparents with their child and we're all like 20 something year olds like i just no love shame at all. I, just, I just like Whatever. muppets man i don't care manny's are the way to go oh fuck yeah oh yeah i like the muppets take manhattan the original Muppet movie my two favorite are the christmas carol yeah and the what the treasure island i gotta try that again the space one sucked i didn't they did a lot there's another muppet one i can't remember I don't know. Did you do the Muppets? I know this. We brought you here so we could talk about movies we like. Uh, <laughs> we got to ask him about his randomly job after. Yeah, I've I mean I've seen like bits and pieces. Never probably like never a whole thing. I've heard of Treasure Island. I think yeah. I've seen Manhattan. Is like the Muppets Take movie. Manhattan. Is that well, what the new Jason Siegel one. one. Both good. Did you go to the thing in uh, Disney? The ride. 
the uh, attraction? Have you no. been? I've been to Disney since I was younger. Yeah, yeah they have a Muppet in Disney World. They have like a Muppets attraction and it's a theater and you go <laughs> in and the Muppets are on stage and they have like, uh, who are those two guys? Oh, I don't know. They're oh, the I balcony, have, yeah, I have the grumpy guys. Thing. I think I did. And it feels like it's a ride, but like you're really, you're, yeah. you're like in the theater. It's interactive. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like to go to Disney World again. Yeah, I haven't been in, I went in like a few years ago. That was my third time. Travel more. I, I don't know if I told you, I'm going to Italy in November. Really? What? I, th- I told you. I think I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. How long are you going for? Uh, six days. Wait for it. Got a group on. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the way to do it. Man, why not? I got a. What are you guys doing? Did, did, did it's it say like Tuscany? Yeah, we're going to Tuscany. It's like our honey. It's basically our like our honeymoon because after we got married and then we uh, we went to Niagara Falls for a few days. Like we'll wait for to get a trip and then um, I was looking at oh, I, I obsessed with Groupon. The way it really started was I was looking at Groupon a lot and finding out that for like uh, I, you know I'm comfortable saying that for like two grand we could have done like a round trip um, trip to Costa Rica you, with airfare and, and car rental and I was yeah. like. Oh my god, we have first we're gonna do a cruise, then it turned into like let's go to Costa Rica, two thousand dollars. Someone's it's a lot of money, but like I'm almost thirty and I've scrimped and saved for a number of years. So like we had planned this out, so I was like, All right, so we were looking, waiting for something for Costa Rica to come up, and then bam, one fucking day this deal just shows up on Groupon. It was like six days or seven days, six nights, airfare included, rental car, hotel and breakfast included. For like nine hundred ninety nine dollars per person, that's crazy. To Tuscany, yeah, you can't beat that. so I looked into it. Six days, shit, with airfare. Yeah, an, air, an, an airline ticket is like a grand to get to Italy. Yeah. Does this include lodging? Yeah, yeah, hotel, Damn. and, and, and <laughs> not fucking, even that. That's a good price, a fucking man. hotel that is on the train line to Florence and Milan. Groupon's where it's at. So you don't so, have to waste money on taxes or anything. You're right there. Yeah, and I so like I like we emailed my I emailed my dad. She emailed her uncle. We made sure like the time frame like is like November a good time to go. Is Tuscany worth it? And everyone's like buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. So that trip for one person is two grand. Yep. We paid a grand each. So for two grand, like the two of us are going. Like a and six deal. days is like a good amount of time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like to go longer, but what are you gonna but do? But still, yeah. So, I, and I've never been overseas in my entire life. I've been to Canada. It's gonna be your first. A few times. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm so excited, and it's Italy. You got any trips yeah. planned this year at all? Uh, no, no, nothing this year. I mean, I've been overseas a couple times. Well, your parents. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, is your mom from Angola? Yeah, my mom was born in Angola. You hear that? I remembered. So you are you're of African. American descent. <laughs> yeah, she was born there. African descent. She lived there for like 10 years, and then she moved to Portugal when like the whole Civil War thing broke out. I felt so bad not knowing that Portugal is next to Spain up until very recently. <laughs> so this yeah, whole time actually, we all thought you were on the same country island. it touches. <laughs> Isn't Portugal the first country you hit? Like if you leave like Massachusetts, if yeah. you leave the East Coast and just go straight, it's yeah. the first thing you'll hit Yep, before yeah. Spain, yeah. You've been to Portugal? Yeah, a few times. Is it awesome? Yeah, I love it. It's supposed to be cool. How's the beach? Have you been to the beaches there? Yeah. Are they nice? Yeah, they're pretty nice. Are they I mean, naked? Um, is that Portugal or Spain? I've been in forever. I think they have, like, I think you can be topless. I think, it's, I don't know, they're, like, That's looser with their Europe, like, customs. Like, yeah. But it's not like, a big deal. Like, get, if you saw someone topless and, like, you wouldn't be, like, staring at it. You would just be whatever. That's how it is in Europe, though. Yeah. With, like, topless commercials. Like, it's not as big a deal for people yeah. in Europe, I guess. Because here it's taboo. And so when you do see it, everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, it's it's amazing. Can I, I have a story. <laughs> it's totally not even appropriate at all right now. But no, say it. whatever you want. I'm going to tell it anyway. We go, we can I remember this was years ago. I was on vacation with my family in Florida. And I had to be like 14 or 15 at the time. We were in Key West. And we stopped at this beach. White sand. Fucking beautiful, man. And I'm there with my family. And I go up. We're getting back in the car. My family's already in the car. I'm, they have these outside showers. So you just push the thing and you shower and then to rinse the sand off. 
And there was now keep in mind, I'm like 14 years old, 15, <laughs> and this smoking hot, like grown woman. She was beautiful. <laughs> Starts taking a shower. And I just remember she like lifted her, uh, her bottom to like clean the sand <laughs> out. And I saw like everything, <laughs> like full bush and everything. And I just remember like all I could think of for the rest of the day. I don't even remember what we did that day on vacation. <laughs> all I could think of was this stranger's bush that I saw on the fucking beach. But if you grew up in Europe, that would not matter. Right. I know yeah. it's like ridiculous, but now it's, now it's I just always remember that. that. Like, <laughs> so well, it's funny know. when you're not supposed to see that stuff. It's very titillating as a child when anything. Yeah. It wasn't even like, it wasn't, it was just being so young and seeing yeah. it was like, Oh yeah. I just wanted to use the word titillating. Titillating. That's a pretty good word. It's just such a good word. Sounds like titty. It does. <laughs> well, it's funny though. Any, I don't know. Anytime anything happens, like if you're like in someone's top, come, comes up well it generally helps if you're sexually attracted to the opposite sex that it happens to so like when a dude came out of the ocean with his bottoms off you're like oh what the hell yeah. the like, thing well, is like top came off and you're like a tween you're like oh my god like, everyone look <laughs> boobs it is because it's taboo <laughs> i used to get yeah. milk from those <laughs> my relationship with women is gonna be off forever <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> Let's cut that part out. It's, it's staying in. It always does. My bush now. story is staying in. That's yeah. staying in. So, you saw, so she took off her bottoms. You saw no, George she didn't take w. it off. She just like moved it. And she George just, W. Bush, the president, was there. George W. Bush. In miniature. Yes. He's a painter now. Did you see that? I know. Is he? It's pretty good. Apparently he's done some nudes one. too. Like those pictures of him. Like He's painted self-portraits of like Every, his yeah. first eye view of being like in the bathtub and stuff. He used to get it's in weird. so many political debates at work. I feel like, like that's when I knew the most about politics. Was of, well, Brandon, Brandon, who's been on. And then I feel like we I worked knew with it. Brandon. Like, oh my god, <laughs> we did all tear into it. I don't really follow it as much as I should anymore. No. I used to, but so much is going on. Yeah, I had no excuse. I just don't. I I, I find season, but I like. Well, now I've been watching Veep, so I feel a little more. Informed. Is that worth watching? Do Do you watch it? I haven't, but I've been wanting to get into it. It's I've heard you talk about it before. So fucking funny, and it's very reflective. I think it's probably the most realistic show of how politics actually work. More than the House of Cards? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because that's more of a dramatized version of politics. Because they're all shitty people. They're all self-involved. They swear a ton, and they're actually making policy. How is uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus? Besides being gorgeous. She's good. But so Well, she's... I loved her. In I haven't Seinfeld. really seen her in anything. Yeah. What was that show she did after Seinfeld? The uh, something the Life of Christine or old something. Old Adventures of New Christine. Yeah. yeah, she's she used to be on SNL. She's old. Yeah, SNL she's like really? She's a. She's she was on a, SNL way before Seinfeld. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't. She she looks younger now. I'd like to see ever. her do comedians in cars with coffee. Oh, I know they're all still friends. They just got renewed, I guess, for three. I guess he's hooking up with. Some network and they're Crackle. doing three seasons now. He just got renewed for. I watch. I watch it on Apple TV. Have you seen it? No. It's Jerry Seinfeld. He's got this show on YouTube, and he just gets in a different Beautiful antique car course. every time yeah. with like a friend. So he's done like Louis C.K., Patton Oswalt, like um, just comedians, and they go get coffee and they talk. It's really funny. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, he's done a whole bunch. He's done a whole oh, bunch yeah. of people, I dozens of them. Are you a big? Well, I think everyone loves comedy because just laughing is the comedy. best. We always talked about Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's that was such that a was on TV movie. the other day. That's such movie. a good movie. I still haven't seen the sequel. I refuse to watch it. Uh, Dumb and Dumber that. was so I stupid. Did. It has nothing. The Fairley Brothers didn't do it. They're coming out with yeah. another one though. They're yeah, doing I, another with, one. I think production's already Young. done. Actually, it's in Georgia. Well, it's the two, but yeah, Jim Carrey and uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I just wonder how they're gonna do because they're older now. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. I feel like. I haven't heard his name since. He oh, did that. What's that show he the did? The Newsroom. I know they. I know the uh, Dumb and Dumber, they do the premieres usually in Rhode Island, the Fairley Brothers, but mm-hmm. I don't think they filmed it here. 
They are, yeah. though. I already read they're doing the premiere in Rhode Island. Are they filming it here? Victoria's boss? I don't think so. Uh, is their aunt or something, or cousin. And mm. she got to meet Matt Damon on the set of Stuck on You. I would die if I could go to the premiere of Dumb, the next Dumb and Dumber. I would, oh, I would give anything. God. Just to be there uh, and just see I, them. I know where that big blue bug is because of that uh. movie. <laughs> so let me ask you, um, since we've dragged you here, kicking and screaming. <laughs> now, again, thanks for coming on. But um, what was it like growing up in like, Providence? Because I moved here a few years ago. And I had minimal knowledge of this lovely city of Providence, but I hear so many things of before Buddy Cianci of how awful this place was. Dead bodies in the river. Like, the river was completely different. Yeah, everything was different. The mall wasn't there. Um, Did you even come here? Because, like, where I grew up outside New Haven, but, like, I didn't really go to New Haven a lot because it wasn't somewhere you go. um, Yeah, Providence is pretty much, like, the only place we really went to. That's why, like, I hate driving. And I always tell people, like, I feel like a 20-minute drive is ridiculous because I live five minutes from the city. Or, like, maybe ten minutes from downtown. <laughs> Such a Rhode Island thing, though. So, like, anytime, like, driving to the beach a lot of times, like, me and my friends will just be like, no, nah, I don't feel like doing it because, like, I don't feel Let's like driving that half hour. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, I live 40 minutes from the beach, 45, and for me, yeah. that's like... Do I really want to go to the beach yeah. today? <laughs> for Newport's like a hike for us, but it's nothing. But it, but then you and I end up working in Massachusetts, and we're like driving our ridiculous. fucking asses off. I hated it. People uh. get spoiled in in New England because shit is so close. Yeah. Like, I can leave my house and have anything I need, anything I could possibly imagine. I can drive like less than half an hour, and I can have it. In yeah. other places, like t- out west, down south, things are for much further apart. Yeah. Even Vermont, trip New Hampshire, like Maine. Like never. Even when you get to the more north, like Vermont and Maine yeah. and those places, like you don't re- like Rhode Island, you don't realize how small it is. No, yeah. It's, it's Our insane. wedding was in the other side of the state, and it was like a forty-minute drive. Yeah, I spend <laughs> most most days. I'm in both states because yeah. if I'm running errands, like even just going to like the pharmacy or like so anywhere, you're, like you're I'm always gonna, here, yeah. or just like, even just to get to Providence, I have yeah. to go. I have to cross the state line. I'm in both states like every day. I like driving to Newport because you have to go through Massachusetts and then. Oh, like I, I'll go, yeah. Try. It's I'll go like from Mass into Rhode Island into Mass again. That was my commute for my last job Oof. in Uxbridge. I drove from Mass to Rhode Island to Mass again. It's weird. <laughs> so you said, do you um growing up in Rhode Island? Like, but is are you like a Rhode Islander? Like, do you have that in you, or are you like yeah, whatever? I mean, is I it guess. pride? Uh, mm, I don't know. I always thought I didn't have pride, but I kind of hated it when we worked together and everyone just like shit on Rhode Island and yeah. shit on France, but not so much that they were like get on it and like make fun of it more so that like for example like people would shit on Cranston all the time and first I'm talking of all, to you Sarah yeah if you're listening <laughs> she's not uh they're like people just like drop like terrible lines about it and they've never even been like so you can't you can't does, really judge it you do meet people and especially like on central mass who talk about how terrible providence is it's like that was like 20 years ago or 10 years ago yeah it's so much better and providence those is the same really people nice the ones that'll shit on buddy cianci and i feel like anyone outside oh, of I'm one of those i'm sorry i don't like him yeah anyone outside of Ron doesn't like him because they look at the fact that he did I things illegally but i didn't live here he, he got did a lot what of he shit did done, and man. he beat like 22 of the 23 counts or whatever it was so he almost got away with it yeah Good didn't he like he, murder someone I mean, he did what he had to do to fix the city. I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever. He did a lot of good. Providence, I wouldn't argue. Man. I wasn't I here for that. It. So I guess I um, mean, if you if you live through that change of like, what are the this is, they call this the Renaissance? Yeah. So if you were here, I mean, so, I don't remember it being like yeah. crappy. I've only heard about it. I don't know if it was like that when I was younger. Or if it was I only that, came but, here when it was already beautiful. Yeah, there definitely is something about New England though. Like I've never been away for an extended period of time. I feel like I'd miss it though. If you I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't. There's a lot about New England I don't like. Like how stressed out everybody is, and cl- everyone's so close together. Everybody mm. knows everybody. Everything's like fast paced, high stress. But yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like I feel like if I was to leave, I'd probably miss it. 
Yeah. I, I was know. always having hell bent of getting out of where I was from, and then I never thought I'd end up in Rhode Island. Yep. I was so, like, trying to go the other direction, and then it worked out. And But now we're, we're, we're staying here for the long haul, probably, most likely. All right. But not moving out of here anytime soon. No? No. I, I, like, I like living in Providence a lot. I'm going to the West Coast this summer for the first time. You're going out there? To move out there or just to just attend a vacation? Nice. Um, We're going to fly to San Francisco. Me and my family, we're going to drive down the Pacific Coast Highway. family's so cool. And then we're going to stop at, we're going to do the Redwoods, we're going to do San Francisco, we're going to do Los Angeles, San Diego, and then we're going to fly. It's going to be 10 days of driving. Hell Yeah. It'll Dude, be fun. San Francisco is so cool. I know. There's so much you food. We're going to eat so much Full food. House. Yeah. house. What's that? The house from Full House is there. I don't know where it is. Oh, is it? Yeah, I saw it when I was there. Um, if you want to visit Alcatraz, you have to like get tickets ahead of time. Yeah. Do you? I'd love yeah. to, but it's kind of just one of those things. I don't know. You can yeah. see it. From, You're gonna I just want to go to Hate Ashbury yeah, Street and um, I think that's Berkeley. Lombard Street. The zigzaggy one. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, the, the you know the famous uh, that famous street where the oh, like the, the hills. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Yep. Um, a lot of famous scenes filmed there. And you stuff. gotta do if you're in San Francisco, make sure you get as much authentic Chinese uh, Asian food mm-hmm. and seafood. Yeah, that's the like food's seafood is really good there. Their food's incredible. I went there once for. I was in California for ten days, but I was in San Francisco probably like five. Mm-hmm. I was camping the rest, which I never hear uh, bad things about San Francisco. That's yeah, cool. It's good. It's artsy, weird. like it's yeah. so weird. You could walk down the street, like and this was actually happened to me. Like I was in the car, and there's someone in the corner. It was a, a man dressed in a nothing but a diaper, what? And, a, and a diaper next, a, a diaper and a bonnet next to a person in a business suit, and no one flinched. I feel like that's everywhere, though. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, New York, San Francisco, Boston. it's just, but it's known for its um, eccentricism. Is that a word? Eccentric? Sound like one. Just being so eccentric, you're going to love it. Yeah, I don't know. So do you have the Boston envy or Boston love um, growing up here? I don't mind Boston as a city. I feel like... I don't know if this is too taboo to say, but I feel like more of the people I can't stand. Oh, the people who live in Boston are wonderful. (laughs) Everyone who lives outside of Boston says they're from Boston. Yeah, that's what it is. Fuck themselves. Everyone's like from Boston. Everyone. Yo, from Boston. Oh, really? Everything about where? Well, actually, from Lowell. Yeah. Yeah. Walpole. Worcester. Worcester. Uh, You have your own city. I'm from Westfield. (laughs) But they identify with it more. Maybe. Yeah, it's all the surrounding towns, and you're not even talking like Newton, Charlestown. I'm talking like people who are so far away. False pride in it. Yeah. Fall River. Been there once, like just because you went into the city for like the day does not mean you're from Boston. Well, my father took me to a Celtics game, but there was black people, so we got scared. I'm a diehard Sox fan. I watched one one game once. Watch the pitch every night. They're winning. I feel like everyone's a. I don't know. Boston's a racist city. Also. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So is, <laughs> so is Providence. I've heard. It's, it's pretty pretty much no, I've heard Boston's really bad. I don't know that it's for sure. But. So, um, your so your family. So we were t- I know. I always thought that was so cool. So your parents are from. Um, your dad's from Portugal. My dad was born in Portugal. He went to Angola for a little bit because it was Where? a co- it was a colony of Portugal. So he lived uh-huh. there for a little bit. So your parents are from because people would talk about immigration at work, and I loved how fired up you get, and you'd be like, "You guys understand? My parents are not even from this country." Yeah. Like, what? And well, you're just, white. You're like, yeah. There's other there's other countries besides Mexico, you assholes. And then there's also the other side of the people that like think anyone who's an immigrant or their family because I'm I was born here. Yeah. But like even like my family is immigrants, but they just assume that they make jokes like we're all illegal and we're all. Yeah. Like, my grandfather. <laughs> not every, was, not everyone. <laughs> my my dad's dad is from London and didn't get a citizenship until I was like in third grade. Yeah. But, you know, he lived here legally yeah. because we allow that. It turns out that we like to keep the best and brightest of other countries and, and then make them work for us in yeah. Silicon Valley. 
That is so. So you got to go to Portugal. I'm sorry. I'm so focused on that. Is so fucking cool. It's pretty cool. Of all countries, like that's not somewhere people go. Like I'm, I'm going. I'm doing my only Europe trip. Yeah. Maybe my whole life, I'm gonna go to Italy and do the tourist ship. You went to fucking Portugal. They decriminalized all drugs. Yeah. Did they really? First country in the world. Yep. And everything got better. Addiction went down. Substance abuse was down. Prostitution yep. went down. Disease has gone the down. The economy still sucks. And well, we're still draining the yeah. It did fi- yeah, it did fix all that stuff. It did help. Damn. Their resources are now placed elsewhere. But that's also not just... Drugs can't fix that. Because, I mean, Portugal has dealing with, like, stuff in Greece and... Are they uh, corrupt? Yeah, Spain. Over there? Uh, as far as the government? Um, I don't follow it too much. Sometimes it's like my grandpa and my dad talk about it and stuff. I think so, but I don't know if it's just that they don't like, like the current leaders. And they what do you call it. your grandpa? Is he Pasquale, or is that Italian? That, that might be Italian. Oh, I just like, that's a nice name. <laughs> that's pretty sick that's name. A little, <laughs> that's a good name for a bakery. It's Isn't nice that a bakery? It should be, right? Pasquale's Deep Bakery? Pasquale's. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that, okay. Deep yeah. Pasquale Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. The hill's so weird, though, Federal Hill in Providence, because there's only like six or seven spots that rock, and everything else sucks on it. Yeah. Everything just switches over so quick. Yeah. But if it's owned by the mob, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh my god! Oh my! I so love one spot everyone loves in Providence too. If you tell anyone, no matter like if they've oh, been to Providence, and they're like oh, I'm from like right outside Providence. Like, have you ever been to the hill? Have you ever been to this place? You ever been to Federal Hill? <laughs> I'm from Boston. This my dad told me that like back in the day, Patriarcha, I guess, used to like kind of run Providence, like in the fifth. Because my dad was born in '48, and he grew up in East, in East Providence. Yeah, he would. He said that the mob. I was asking him the other day. I was like, Do you think the mob really is still around? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, but. I'm sure there's, there's got to be, yeah, even on some kind of level. But I guess he was telling me he remembers growing up in the 50s and the 60s and Patriarcha over on Federal Hill kind of ran shit. Yep. And I guess it was like crime was like at, a, at an all-time low, like the lowest in the history of the city because like people knew that he ran kind of ran the neighborhood and that if they committed crimes or fucked with anyone, that yeah. Patriarcha would hear about it. So I guess things were like, a lot of times they were saying like, Crime goes down in cities when mobs are a big part of the yeah. city, I guess, because people know not to fuck with them. You know, corruption's not always bad. And like, it's I'd rather, bad. like, if I did something bad, I'd rather go to jail than I don't get my legs well, snapped. There's a line in um, <laughs> I'll my family killed. There's yeah. a line in Goodfellas where he talks about uh, the only difference between us and uh, the only thing we really do, us wise guys, is we people come to us for the things they can't go to the cops for. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, that's the only difference. Do you watch Sopranos? Did you ever watch Sopranos? I tried getting into it. I watched like the first couple. I've seen a bunch of random ones all throughout. Yeah. Like my friends and I tried getting into it from the start, but I think it's just like the first season just set so far back that it was just. Yeah, I've heard that. It was terrible. I don't know. I'm going to give it another shot. I I, I like the, the, the premise of that show. It's like after the heyday of the mafia. Yep. In New Jersey, so it's not even the cool mafia. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm Tony. I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> I missed all the good stuff. <laughs> Providence loves to have this like Italian pride, but if you look at the like, statistics, like it doesn't really have as much of a population of Italians. I as think it used to. It did. They all moved. They all moved to Johnston. Yeah, we have more. Cranston used to be, or still is kind of. So is Cranston Portuguese? No, it's more East Providence. East Providence. There's a big East Providence because I live next door. I mean, I can be in East Providence from my house in like two minutes. It's like all Portuguese people. Yep. That's a big problem. I never met so many people in my entire life from Portugal and Cape or Portuguese Cape Verde, yeah, and Cape Verdean yeah. until I came out in this area. Pawtucket, yeah. Pawtucket too, yeah. yeah. Central yeah. Falls, Cranston's Central Falls. more like. There's more. I feel like there's more African people in Pawtucket. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like uh, mm-hmm. I know, like some Liberian people and like uh, some 
people from like Ghana and stuff. You know, our last episode that we did with our friend Steve, um, he actually was one to tell us that that Providence or or Rhode Island has a huge uh, African population. Or uh, they do actually. I I never really knew that. Like like African African, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, he a lot of refugee. His words were refugees, like people from like. War torn countries. A lot of I see. I meet a lot of people from Liberia. For some reason, that seems to be the yeah. most, so, most common. Angola, you said, was a colony of Portugal. Yep. And then, so I said, I'm so sorry. I'm an American. I don't know any history <laughs> besides their own, and I barely do. So there was a civil war that made your fit. So yeah. like we're all here of us. We've been alive for the war, but the war hasn't affected us. Like. In the war on terror or whatever yeah. they call it, the way it affects other countries. Like yeah. so, like your parents had to like live through an actual civil war and then have to uproot their lives. Yeah. So they, d- my parents didn't know each other when it happened. So like my mom, my my mom's parents grew up in Portugal and stuff, and they moved to Angola because I guess like at the time it was like I don't know how to compare it, but like I guess it was just better off in Portugal. So like there was like a bad guy who was like leaving the country with us. So you'd go there, kind of get away from it, deal with like less bullshit make a better living and all that. And my grandpa always said he wishes he could have stayed there if it wasn't for the war. Was this like the 80s? Or? Uh, s- 70s probably. 70s. Yeah, 70s wow. when they left. Because my mom was like 10, I think she left. And they went to Portugal for a few months. My grandpa came to the U.S. to start working and he sent for my grandma, can, his son Can you imagine mom. just leaving your wife to go to another country? Yeah. I couldn't even leave my wife to go to like New York for three months. Yeah. Like that just wouldn't be in the wheelhouse of my of my life. Yeah. Well, that's something uh, go ahead. Uh, that I wish I had more to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying like my parents would tell me stories cuz my mom is like second generation, I think. Second or third generation. My dad's second or third generation, but yeah. they're talking about how like even now like the idea of immigration like how to like uproot your whole family, your whole life. And, like, what would you do if you were in a situation where shit was just so bad in your country that you couldn't raise a family or you didn't feel safe? I know. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I can't imagine uprooting my whole life and moving to a different country, though. I moved two hours away, and I thought the world... Especially when you don't speak the language well or at all. Oh, my God. And we're so mean to them. And that's why I hated the conversations we'd have at work when people would just be like... Illegal immigrants have it so easy, and like they really don't, don't. and they're taking the jobs from people. Well, then go work those jobs. Yeah. I mean, go roof for two dollars now. Yeah, or hire the company, like punish the company that hires those people. It's not those people's yeah. fault. They're working and, less than you make because they yeah. have no choice. If they say no, then they'll they're, just give you the minimum wage, and they're not going to make those two. It's always that they calm this country and they get everything for free, yeah, and they live in these houses yeah. and they have welfare and social. Security. Yeah, they're. They're yeah. loving all that $8 a month to live off their food yeah. for their family of four that they love. And that mm-hmm. trek they took to get... Over. Yeah, and cutting into America. Like, obviously, there's bad people with everything, yeah. but why not? I, like, I just guns, think... Like, I totally... Am, yeah. I'm, like, so pro-immigration. I just think there needs to... There does need to be, obviously, regulations. But I yeah. just think that, like... Of course. The people who are already here, though, if they've been productive, good people, and, the, like... The, the even if they're not Even if they're not legal, I think they should be given the opportunity yeah. to take... Not even take the test but just somehow be given a choice instead of just get the fuck out like because if you're here already like this is where know? i have such a problem with uh, the obama administration like he does this with this and marijuana where he is sends such mixed signals of like he's so all for the dreamers while simultaneously he's uh deporting people he's trying at to the highest everyone. rates yeah like, you know so and uh, whatever he's not, and this is it's the hardest job in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, but You're it's tough because no it's the same what. thing. Like yeah. marijuana is against the law, and there's a lot of people in prison for it. But then our states are legalizing, which I agree with. But it's this kind of like this limbo that, with the deportation. Like, like Obama, you got to fucking do something here. Like, 
and whoever's in office because the next person's gonna have to deal with this too. Yeah. Like I, it, times change though, and you have to adjust things. We're deporting as they people at a higher rate than ever. Obama has deported more people than Bush ever did. Really? That's Is that bad. true? Yeah. I didn't know that. I like know that so, it's just like. It's weird. Like, why are we? I don't know the it answer. It depends. It depends why they're being deported, though. Yeah. Because there are some. Situ- I'm not like really a big fan of deportation because it tears apart families. But yep. uh, there are some situations where it's absolutely called for. And but if you're having a higher, a lot where it's not. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I don't know, but it's just they just need to fix works. the whole system. Well, it's among impossible. other things. Well, it's not impossible, but well, I know you know Facebook and a lot of startups or like big tech companies are pushing for immigration reform because a lot of the best and brightest. Well. Think of it in the, economically, like you want to have foreign students come to MIT and our great schools, but then we want to educate them and then go back to their countries and start the next Facebook. Mm-hmm. You want those people to stay here exactly. and start those companies. So that's why the tech world is fighting for it. The big problem, too, is like if everybody that comes to America is legal, that's like if assuming everybody has a social security number, everybody's paying taxes, yeah. like that's going to affect the economy and our well, economy is already fucked. So prove it if more people are paying into it. And but there's a lot of people already here but aren't that don't pay. And there's, there's legal American citizens who aren't contributing to the system yeah. either. It's not yeah, just immigrants. Yeah, it's yeah. not just immigrants. There's plenty of people here that, like, yeah, what about quote, mooch off the system. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called corporations. Yeah. <laughs> but even as far as, like, individuals and stuff that just mm-hmm. yeah. mooch and, and don't pay taxes and stuff, and they sit there and they talk with these people that are like, oh, they're taking the jobs that I wish I had, and you're not even going out and applying for anything. Yeah. Like, you're just mm-hmm. sitting there collecting your check. Making no effort. Yeah, yeah, you can never win. Do you feel comfortable talking about your job on radio? You don't have to. We don't, uh, we don't put you on the spot. You don't have to say where you work. Yeah, I don't mind. I just can't say like people's names. Or no, no, of course, no, yeah, of course. And, yeah. So me and Mike are fascinated. <laughs> do you work in a prison? Yep. That's so cool. Is it like? And of course, I try to convince Mike uh, to be like the wire and like be corrupt, like uh, <laughs> prison guard that Avon got fired. <laughs> but Mike says no. Yep. Like, what is it? So you must have the most humanized stories. We are correction officer, right? Yep. Okay. You're CS. So like, yeah. you, like your view of criminals must have changed, or yeah, criminals. Like, um, you must humanize it much more now because, like, you put the names to the faces. Like, yeah, good or bad. Like, it must be so weird to meet someone who has got arrested for even a violent crime, and then to see them not in that heat of passion, being violent, just eating supper. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of guys that like. I guess, uh, I don't know if you're exactly allowed to do it, but sometimes we'll look up, like, or you'll hear, I guess I'll say it that way, <laughs> you'll hear what, like, someone did or something like that, and then, like, after you already kind of got to know them, so, like, you'll get to know them, you'll be like, oh, this guy's kind of quiet, he keeps himself, he keeps his cell clean, he doesn't give you any shit or anything like that, and then you hear what he did, and you'll just hear, like, he's, like, a serial killer, or, like, he, yeah. he like, did, like, completely ridiculous things, and you just, you can't picture it, but then all of a sudden, like, you, you don't look at him differently, but, like, then you kind of just realize, like, if you just take if you put anyone in any like a situation, like it could be anyone, like you know what I mean, like I everyone's always like, oh, I could never kill someone, but I'm sure everyone said that at one point. Every murder, I'm sure at some point when they were younger, was like, I could never kill anyone. And then all of a sudden, you got five bodies to your name, and mm-hmm. now you're it sitting happens. in prison for the rest of your life. It's so true. It's a lot of it is you're a product of your environment. Cause and like, sometimes it's drugs too. Like, I've never had to kill anyone because it's never yeah. been. I, no one has ever approached me to be in a gang in my entire life. Yeah. Like, but I think that's like we're we're all the family. Did you watch all of The Wire? How far did you get? I won't ruin anything. I didn't finish the fourth season. All right. I'm still beginning the season two because I switched over to Game of Thrones and Th- I binge watched uh, it. Game of three Thrones. and four, I think, the whole show. But I think that show, like when you watch it, especially in its entirety, you get to that point where you're just like, oh. Like, you know, like people end up in – not everyone's perfect, but like also, there's a lot of people in prison, obviously. We yeah. have the highest prison population in the world. But it's just like – 
circumstantial. Like, what if I got caught cutting doing the dumb shit I did? Yeah. And I was just a poor black kid. Like, you know, the cops weren't looking for me because I was a middle-class white kid. My parents would have been able to afford a lawyer if I got arrested. Granted, I didn't do, do anything. That's do you guys have a lot of, like, nonviolent offenders? Yeah. 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 Drugs, I feel right? like there's a lot, a lot of nonviolent drugs, a lot of offenders drugs, um, in jail right now. Clogs. Yeah, yeah. clogs. A lot of them is drugs. And the funny thing is, like, a lot of people wouldn't guess this, but the murders are actually, like, the best ones to work with, if you really? can, if you can say it really? that way. They're just, like, if they're in for life, they don't want to be bothered. So they don't bother you. You don't bother them. And like everything just runs like quietly. And it's just like they do what they have to do. You don't even have to tell them. You just sit there and just observe. And things just get done. The unit gets clean. Food gets administered. Is it as bad as they make it out to be? Because like on on, on TV shows, obviously, they dramatize stuff. locked up and stuff. But they just make it look so horrible. It depends on the In documentaries and shit, you know? Depends on the day. And I guess it depends on the prison. Because I don't work in a max. But I've heard stories of like... In being in the max and stuff like that and also everyone's like told me also that you you can take like the same inmate like if you were in a max like you would act completely different than like like if you're in a minimum they'll be like oh this guy like seems quiet he's whatever and like you could take that same inmate and you could put him in a max and he's gonna act completely different because you have to in order to like survive within like their culture and, so like, is that culture of prison that. true of like the rate, how it breaks up by race and just like I mean I'm watching Orange is the New Black thinking that must be like oh, yeah I mean security. they kind of stick like that but also like even like the whole like um Diddlers and stuff are at the bottom of the totem pole. I mean, What's you a don't diddler? Uh, people like, who fuck with kids yeah, and stuff. Molester, okay. mess with kids, yeah, stuff like that. Those uh, I hear those guys are just not. They get in generally shit. in prisons that they just get the worst of the shit. I always thought that they it was like in the movies and stuff that they just got beat up all the time and stuff. But I guess they don't. I asked someone about it and they were like, "There's just so many of them now in prison that they kind of outnumber everyone else." It's ridiculous. Isn't that bizarre seen. though? How like. A lot of these people are in here for rape, like let's say maximum security. Yeah, rape, murder, serial killers—like some of the worst crimes you can possibly imagine. Arson, terrible things. Yep. And there's people who never killed anybody, but maybe like they molested a kid or something. Yeah. And these people who are like rapists and murderers still have this moral code inside the prison, where even though they mm. raped someone or killed someone, yeah. this guy morally did something lower and more like yeah. more animalistic. So if, like we should teach him a lesson. It's kind of sweet. In, but it, like yeah. yeah, in a way, it's just like weird because no, they, I agree. They, like I don't agree. talk to them. Like you can tell. Like if you just look on the you can kind of tell. You'll see them walking by themselves. They probably like, try they to mind down their business. For eating. Yeah, they don't. They don't even want to be bothered. Like they won't eat. Like with everyone else, like skip out on meals and stuff. Like how do people know though? Uh, I always wanted the same thing. I feel like we're just. It's, how do you? They not? have access to like computers and stuff in law libraries, and it's actually. Sex crimes is the one crime that can be made. Um, oh, it's so public. Public public knowledge. You have to register as a sex offender. So anyone, like I could look you up, and if you were a murderer, I couldn't see what you did. But like obviously everyone comes in, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I was a murderer. Blah. And then I look your name up, and all of a sudden your crime pops up. Now I can see that you weren't. Right. Now I know what you did. So anyone just looks up anyone. I work much. with, um, I won't get too details, but I work with sex offenders. and. Well, that's what you were saying earlier about does he like judge people. It's tough. But um, yeah. I've, so I've and for uh, completely unrelated to those people I've worked with, I've had to go on those sites and look up people for unrelated work-related things. And you're surprised when I fucking fucking uh, go online and look up the sex offense registry in your neighborhood. It's actually yeah. really crazy. You can I, look up anyone one on the end you. of my street, like a mile from my house. Like they're everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of it is like statutory rape, at least. So it's like she was or. But one person was 15, one was 17, kind of, or 18, so at yeah, least... Yeah, because there's levels 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Peeing in public is a sex crime. you got to register. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people might not look up what exactly you did, but you that's, have to sex That's a big problem, actually. That was they were something they were talking about. Like, there could be someone who's never had a crime, and they've never, never had a speeding ticket, never been arrested, yep. a fucking angel, and never committed a crime in their life, but one night, let's say they're 
they're a little bit drunk and they, you know, go into an alleyway and they pee because they can't wait to get to the bathroom and now they're a sex offender. Yeah, yeah. And that does happen. And it happens. And it's like... Yep. Usually the poor minorities. I think it needs to be case by case. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But tack on charges. Like, there's a great movie with Edward James Olmos called American Me. It's about the formation of the Mexican mafia. And as a kid, they, like, rob a store. And I don't know. He ends up going to juvenile to juvie. And while in juvie, someone tries to rape him and he kills the kid and gets sentenced back. Like, just that cycle of crime. It just shows the cycle of someone who goes to prison for robbery and then has to stay there for murder, and he eventually gets out, but he ends up forming the Mexican Mafia. Like, a lot of people go into a prison, and then just just to survive prison, you end up getting yeah, more you time. To, you adapt to the culture. It's the only way. So how does it work for, like, uh, people in solitaire? Is that, like... Like like what it's like for them? It's like, Do you have an opinion on it? I know there's been a lot um, of research to say that it's awful, it doesn't work. I mean, I don't does think your I place could... do solitaire? Yeah. I don't think I could personally do it. I feel like it would drive me crazy just be, like, in a little cubicle like that. But... I don't think I don't want to say anyone because I'm not positive, but I'm at least positive that 99.9 percent of people don't go in straight into solitary. So if you like fucked up out here and you go to jail, yeah, you only get sent to psych when you continue to fuck up and then you go in there. Uh-huh. And even a lot of times you'll end up coming out. Like so, a lot of them just go in and out, in and out. So just I don't know if you already broke the broke the rules once. Now you're you're being punished. Just stop doing it. So it's kind of in your control. So now you're just gonna get you messed yeah. up one time in your life, and now you're in there for the rest of your life. There's there's this great article online about. This guy who was in solitary for like ten years, yeah, and he wrote about how like I guess the crime he committed wasn't even super super horrible. Like I think he murdered someone, but it was just an accident. Like yep. sh- something happened, and he ended up killing someone. But he went like crazy. Like when yeah. he got out, he wrote about the ten years and how like the unit he was on, like the way they would slide the meals through the doors, and how like he couldn't sleep because like he could hear people like screaming and like throwing their feces and like just screaming at night. Like he'd be kept up all night by people just screaming. And like he just went and he literally went insane. And when he got out, he had to like go to therapy and see a psychiatrist because he was like, it just humans need social interaction. And he's like, it just, he's like, it just ruined my, he didn't ruin him completely, but that's extreme obviously. Even happens. I don't know if you guys watch uh, SVU, Law and Order. Yeah. There's, there's an episode when Elliot Stabler, um, someone was like claiming the same thing, like that they were just, that's what drove him insane, was being stuck in solitary. So he went to like figure out what it was like, and he went down to a prison, and he was like, how long was I in there for? And like I told him, it was something small, like maybe, like a day or a couple days or something like that, and he like thought it was like weeks. Like It was like driving him insane just being in there, because there's no sense of time. You don't have a clock. Is the lights always on too? Um no you have you can control the light in your cell the yeah. lights in the hallway get turned off at like a certain time so uh, there is I think it's the governor of Colorado who went into solitaire on purpose to really like, to see what it was like to, he's like an activism for prison reform yeah mm-hmm. and he's strongly against it I wish I had more knowledge on the subject I just think it's interesting a I mean, there just has to be a form of punishment like if a lot of people just look at it like you're in prison so it is what it is and you just do whatever but like if you just keep stabbing people up or like. Like if you assault an officer, or if you do, like there has to be another level of punishment for it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm for it. I just think it needs to be for something specific. You need to have fucked up. Yeah. And there needs to be a reason for it, and it needs to be like a cool off period. Yeah. I just never want to go to jail. (laughs) I just all I know about jail is what I see in the movies. Like that when you go to when you go to prison, you need to find like the toughest guy. At, in the cafeteria, go up to him and fuck him up like day one, yeah, and then awesome. everyone will know not to. Do you fuck watch Orange is the New Black or whatever? Um, I saw the first season, but uh, a yeah, while ago, yeah. two is coming up in June. So, did you think? Right. Like, I mean, obviously, it's a woman's prison. It's yeah. a TV. That felt like a little more accurate to prison, right? Like, there's more freedom than I would think there is. Yeah, or... at least at ours, there's. Yeah, a is, lot it, is yours private or uh, state run? State, state. Yeah, I didn't know the pr- prisons. A lot of prisons are privatized. 
which yeah, is a, it's a big, big industry. problem yep. in the country. But let's find a topic that we don't know anything about <laughs> and then stop. <laughs> Do you have any crazy stories? Or um, is it just too soon? Have you yeah, stabbed anyone? I haven't stabbed anyone yet. On. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, I only stabbed a couple of months ago, so I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen too much crazy stuff, but I mean, I've heard of stories like before I started and stuff that's happened and all that. But I feel like you become desensitized too. It's a lot after of stuff. point, like if like if say you were like a police officer, you'd see certain things. Yeah. Or when you're an EMT, you see certain things like that. You see them so many times, it just doesn't phase yeah, you. Doesn't I feel like it would be the same thing. And, I, and when we used to work together, like the talk of suicide was so frequent. Yeah. Most people never actually committed it, but like just suicidal ideation. And I, I would be very sensitive to hearing about things like that. And then by after working work when Mike and or we all work together, like. Okay. Yeah, you just, you just it's funny how you just get used to things. Has it hard transition for the job you and I had together? Uh, there's a lot of moving around, so now you're like in one place. Is that hard to get used to? I am actually afraid of that when like I have to leave this position yeah. one day, like going to a place where I just don't have as much freedom because like oh, every job I've always had was a lot more structured, but this yep. one we just travel so much. So, yeah. Like I remember starting the first day and be like, I can get up, walk out, get in my car, drive, get a coffee, and come back. When I worked at like a Starbucks or any or Refocus or anywhere I've ever worked, it's like you have to be here. And the reason I could do that is because part of that job is just a travel job. Mm-hmm. So is that hard being in one place? I've kind of gotten used to it. Like when I first started, it was like uh, it was like the longest days. Like you just sit there and be looking at the clock and like. But now you just you get used to the routine because everything's so routine that you know when everything's gonna happen at exact times. So like you can just break your day up. Like I you know, like if today I worked seven to three, so I could just be like. I know at 7.10 this is happening, 7.30 this, boom, boom. And That's got to be so nice. So you just break up your day, so you just keep looking at the watch. You're like, all right, in 10 minutes this is happening, and 30 minutes. That's is, good. And like, so you just know then like after like a certain time, like you're like, oh, that's the home stretch. I'm just waiting for my relief guy to come, and you're good to that's go. Cool. How does one go about that? Is there an exam you have to take and then like a waiting list for yeah. to be a CO? For, for mass, it's um, you take a written – yeah, you take a written first, like a civil service exam. You get put on a waiting list. They call you. I'm not quite sure how the order works because my what? score was way different than a lot of other people that were on the list. But I imagine they would do like a series of interviews and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a pretty long process because I took my test originally two oh, two years that. ago in April. Oh wow! For this for this department, I've taken a bunch of them. I've been, I tried out for like years before I finally get in. Yeah. And then I didn't hear back for like a year and a half, and then finally I heard back. I kind of forgot about it. They called me for a physical, like a physical agility test, push-ups, all that kind of stuff. Then. We took an in, had an interview that same day. Then you take a psychological test, which is just hours of filling in bubbles, and it's the worst. And then there's, I wonder if they try to break you down with all the bubbles. I swear that's what it is because they <laughs> they've come close every time I take one. I swear I'm like on the verge of breaking down. I'm like I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but then you take you meet with a psychiatrist or psychologist, whatever the term is, mm-hmm. go over the results, drug test, and then wait around here. If you made the cut, go into the academy. You had a long process. Cause remember, yeah. I went away for a few weeks to get married and I came back and you were still there and you yeah. were supposed to be gone. Well, I was originally going to go to a different place. That's right. But um, Would you ever do max? Would you want to do max if you had the opportunity? Yeah, I kind of... Does it pay more? No, you get paid the same no matter what. But I kind of wanted to... Um, I, w- I, was, I wish it was closer because as it is, this is like the closest place to me and it's like a 45, 50-minute drive. So it kind of sucks, and you sit in traffic all the time and all that. Yeah, me too. And in the winter, it's even longer because oh, of snow. Yeah. So I, if uh, I live closer to the max, I like I want to try it out, just like just yeah. see what it's like. Because every every institution's different, and every level of security is different. But what's the man. closest max to here? Warwick is that the one in Cranston? Cranston. Yeah, is it the ACI? 
Yeah. Is there one in Walpole still? Is that still there? Yeah. That's yeah, but now that's just an intake center. That used to be the really bad one that you always see like so they don't have they don't have prisoners there anymore? They do. It's an intake. So anyone that gets incarcerated in the state of Mass goes to Walpole. Oh, they're just oh, there for And then wow. you kind of like wait for your assignments. Where, where the institution um, going to go? Our know. clinician friends worked? Uh, I can't remember the name of their institution. I thought they, they worked, worked at Walpole. I think it is, though. The clinicians. They don't work at mine. I know Not that. yours. I was, I was hoping that they were there. Yeah. but They don't work anymore yeah. anymore. I, don't I think. feel like that'd be a good job to like get in the system, though, the prison system, because I feel like you could move up. Yeah, within the prison system, you're gonna be a mm-hmm. warden, especially if you nah. work for the state. Though, <laughs> state yeah. has good benefits it's and retirement and stuff. Pension, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be gone by the time we're all adults. Yeah, I know. Sadly, <laughs> our kids have kids. That's crazy, man. Wow, man, that is fucking awesome. So, man, what are we at? We can. Get that was an hour and twenty three minutes of your life. Yeah. But, well, quick, so though. let's start Actually. to wrap this boy up. We literally have. A new last question that I didn't tell Mike about yet because uh, throwing away that movie one because I just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> All right. Um, first off, since you're our R- R- ire, places to eat. Like sit down places? Or? Anywhere. What are your favorite places to eat around here? We, we like to talk about food a ton around here. Transom's just got some general. good spots besides, Pro- I mean, pe- we're Providence peeps, but uh, where I went to J.D. Spooner's in Cranston. I've never been. So good. And then Poco Loco is supposed to be good. Poco Loco is really good. And then, which is also a food truck. Yeah. And then, uh, Sweet Indulgence in Patuxent Village is mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> but, like, we're, oh, God, Lemongrass and Warwick. Like, I still haven't tried that out, but I've heard one bad word about it. It's the best. But where do you? Where are your favorite, like, eating spots around here? Um, if I want to go, like, somewhere fancier. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of partial to Portuguese restaurants. What, like, which like what? East Providence has a lot of good ones. Yeah, I, what is Portuguese food? I don't even know. Um, it's not that different than American food. I mean, it's, like, potatoes, rice. Mm. Um, I guess it's just the seasonings would be different. I love potatoes so, and rice. So seafood, much. seafood kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what's a good Portuguese restaurant? Um, I like Madeira, East that? Providence. East P. It's the big pink building. You can see it off uh, 195. It's kind of pricey though. There's other ones. Um, the Riviera. That one's not as expensive. Pretty nice. Maybe they can send me a promo since I'm shouting them out. Yeah, yeah. That, we're waiting for that today. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I like a lot of like small chain restaurants too. Like. I know. Big fan of restaurant, uh, breakfast restaurants. So like, oh, IHop. where do you like some? Be- what do you got for? What's like your breakfast meal? Oh, you know, pancakes. I need oh, pancakes. Yeah. Go classic cafe. Mm. Dude, the Liberty Elm. Last time I went, sucked. Really? And on Elmwood. Yep. I used to love that place. Maybe it was like a freak accident. I get some yeah. Johnny I hear, cakes there. I hear Julian's has a good breakfast. I've, or brunch I've, I've never had really? it. Me neither. But Nick's is the best brunch I've ever had in my whole life. Nick's on I need Broadway. To go back to Nick's. <sighs> Man. Where did we just? Out go? of this world. That's he told me about Cece. Cece leave. I haven't been there. Cece, I haven't been there. Brickway on Wicked and Street in Providence. That's a good there. brunch. I don't too. make it to the East Side yeah. often. I need to. Yeah, it's Start really good. Up. It's a good spot. I love oh man Fellini's. Mm. Uh, give me some Caserta's pizza though. Caserta. I was so happy. We should do like a restaurant episode. We should go out to a few restaurants. <laughs> come here. Just get some people. Yeah. <laughs> Could we record indoors? And I then come here right food. after. I feel like we're just here to shoot a show and be like, yeah, can uh, we get a slice uh, of pizza uh, or two? While we all have a food coma. <laughs> there is one. It's called, there is a podcast called Dining with Doug and Karen. It's Doug Benson and they go out to restaurants and record. I feel like and if you wore dope. like a wireless mic or did some some kind of hookup where you had like you could record yeah. at the table like the waiter ordering like the whole nine, that would actually That'd be, be really cool. fun. Hell yeah. So I want to steal this last question from Pete's Holmes. Uh, hardest time you laughed. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's a hard question. Though. I know. Yeah. I can't that's think like of a hard like, fucking fuck question. It. We don't really need a last question, do we? We don't. Sometimes it's fun. It. I like the movie one. All right. You can ask. If you one? could watch 
one movie over again and experience it for the first time. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be your favorite movie of all yeah. time, but just what's one movie you really love that you wish you could see again for the first time, uh, the, like you'd never seen it the, before. The origins of this question that came to me as listening to Richard Roper on uh, uh, Girl and Guy with Aisha Tyler's podcast, yep. and he was talking about someone famous saying if he could have one. Some fa- it wasn't it was some older famous movie director. He said if he could have one wish, it would be to rewatch his favorite movie for the first time, and like that joy and experience you get from watching your first movie. And every time we do this question, me and Mike have different answers, so don't like All don't right. worry about it. I was gonna say I don't know if I can think of just one, but even yeah. if there's like one, a couple yeah. that just would. Well, I just saw Neighbors. Uh, was that good? Weekend. That was like when we went to Five Guys. For, first off, fuck yes. So fucking funny. I heard it was funny. So, but that was one of those experiences. Like that was such like, I I look that was like an experience in a movie theater I haven't had in years. Yeah, yeah, because it was just so funny, and it's about something, and it wasn't stupid. Like it's really funny. All right, and there's parts where like laugh. Like I was laughing so hard in certain scenes, I missed what happened next. Yeah, I don't think I've felt that in a comedy in a in a, in a while. All right, since this is the end. All right, so it wasn't that long. Know. I just love Seth Rogen. Mike, so what's yours? I I haven't. <sighs> Well, I've said Pulp Fiction before. Yeah, you still stick um, I don't know. There's just so many. Dumb and Dumber, yeah, I think. Uh, first time I saw that. Like, that never gets old. Goodfellas. Goodfellas, ugh. First time yeah, I saw Super I didn't think of that one, but that one's definitely up there for me. I, I saw that on TV first. I, first time I ever saw Super Troopers was one of the best movie experiences in my life. I just love comedy, so. Yeah, I agree. Or Inception. I don't know. I'm Step the worst. Brothers? Yeah, first time I, saw hilarious. I still love it. And never yeah. gets old. <laughs> it never gets it old. makes like no sense. No. Not at, at all. No. You can't justify that. Movie, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I love Will Ferrell. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Is that your answer, Step Brothers? For a comedy, definitely. That's like fair. something maybe a little more serious. Maybe not so serious, but uh, yeah, we talked about it earlier, The Lion King. Yeah, I gotta oh, really see that. Because I, I, I know I would still cry. Even Here's if I the thing, seen though. You're an adult now, so would it hit? Would it Have you watched it? Yeah, because I just I I like Mufasa like yeah. as a as a lion. I like him as a lion. I guess. Well, Mike likes bears too. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm bears. scared of bears. Definitely afraid. Yeah, well, that's why we live in cities. Ain't um, no bears. I like. I don't know. I like. Sad dramas, I guess, like that. Like, yeah, you feel too. something. Yeah. If they can, like, get to you. We're all such sensitive men here. I like a good drama. Quick, do something, man. Quick. <laughs> Take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, thanks for coming on. Especially, no you just left work and came here. No, it's all good. And we're trying to come back anytime. <laughs>